The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana Mahmood and today we are doing a fantastic roundup of books for 2022. Um, I always, always love doing this because it means I get to pause and reflect on all the amazing books that I've read throughout the year. And hopefully um, for listeners, it will give you an opportunity um, to add things to your book list for the next year, for the new year. And there might be some books that Maybe you've heard a lot about, maybe there was a lot of hype around it. You didn't get to, around to reading them. Um, or maybe there's some books that you've actually never heard of and you might actually decide that some of our reviews today uh, are a bit compelling and they'll kind of really get you um, encouraging um, to read more. Um, but that's always um, the best thing about, um, I guess, approaching the end of year. It kind of feels like um, feeling something, coming to end of something and kind of celebrating the year that's gone by. And uh, alhamdulillah, I think, you know, we've all, um, I think, just had an opportunity really to um, hopefully in terms of post-pandemic, have our priorities, have our values and really understand them. And definitely, I think, in the kind of book world, it's definitely given me a lot of, um, I guess, an opportunity for escapism, reflection, um, and I think it's always an amazing way to go on um, different journeys and adventures. And um, I'm actually really pleased with myself this year, actually. I think I've done quite well in terms of my reading. There were kind of a little um, little kind of lulls, I think, in, in, some, uh, in some periods where I did struggle um, to maybe, you know, finish a book or two. Um, so at the moment, I guess on my shelf, I might have some half-read books, but I am definitely, definitely intending to read and finish them as soon as I get a chance. Um, but on today's show, I am joined by some wonderful guests who are going to um, help me to do some kind of book reviews and their own thoughts and reflections on some of the books that they've read. So we have um, Samia, who is a communications consultant working in the charity sector. She's a keen interest in and commitment to social justice and international development. She's an avid reader and spends her free time reading and reviewing books on her Instagram page, which is Read with Samia. And she supports authors from underrepresented communities. Um, she also recently launched a podcast called The Diverse Bookshelf, where interviews with different authors from marginalized backgrounds. Um, and we also are joined by Hayron, who is a teacher in a local girls' secondary school. She had been homeschooling her sons, and both together they set up an online bookshop called The Sweet Mountain Company. So, the first thing I'm going to do is welcome my guests onto the show. So, Assalamualaikum, Samia, and Hayron. Thank you so much for joining us um, this morning. It's been, um, you know, I know it's kind of the, the holidays and there's so much always going on and we're really busy. But I guess my first question would be, um, maybe Samuel, to you, how would you sum up your year in terms of reading and in terms of books? Is it something that you really, is it positive? Is it negative? Is it kind of a mixed bag? I'm interested to know. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, 2022 was a really good year, like for general, uh, generally speaking, in terms of the books that came out this year, Mm. Uh, like some of our favorite authors, like, um, you know, Elif Shafak released books um, at the end of last year or early this year, um, like new books which is really exciting and we had so many good debut authors that released their first novels this year as well and I um I read a good amount of books Mm -hmm. and on the whole had a really good experience I don't think I read anything that I absolutely hated Mm -hmm. um but I did read a lot that really kind of like either resonated with me or uplifted me and taught me something no, that's that's wonderful. And I think you're right. There's there was definitely a really good mix of like well-known authors and then debut authors. And I definitely had a really um I think, yeah, like a kind of pleasant experience kind of exploring both. Um so yeah, I mean I definitely echo that. Um Mahedon, how about yourself? Um for me, alhamdulillah, this year um I've been reading quite a lot, uh, which is uh and a lot of fiction as well this year, so it makes a bit of a change. So uh, I tend to li- read books that um like um in the in the back list so so not necessarily books that are newly published this year mm-hmm. um so I tend to to read the older books 
and um, tend to read books that are, you know, that I just come across. So I don't actually look out for them, mm-hmm. other than the books that are recommended by the book clubs, uh, the book club. So, mm-hmm. but overall, alhamdulillah, it's been a really good reading year, and I've learned so much, mm-hmm. um, you know, through the yeah. through the books, you That's... know. Um, that's always good to hear because this is the book club show and I yeah it would have been a bit strange if all of us had said actually this book's been year's been really awful for reading so that probably wouldn't have been um great for our listeners but no no I'm really really happy to hear that um so I guess what we're going to do today for our listeners is so all three of us we're going to share a little bit about some of the books that we've read this year there will be some that all three of us have read um, but there might be others that um, we we haven't all read. So we'll kind of just share our own thoughts and feelings and maybe opinions on on what those are and maybe on particular authors as well. Um, we're going to start, though, with a book that we have all read, which is part of Dharamana Book Club. So um, Dharamana Book Club is um, a book club which runs um, every month. Um, and it, we are, I think, in our eighth year. We just had our eighth anniversary, I think it was, in September. And... Um, it's a ladies-only book club. We we meet at the moment um, once a month at Garrick Chai in Bury Park. And it's a really, really wonderful opportunity for um, women who love reading, love books to come together and just have a chat on a particular book that we've kind of chosen. Now, back in September, we read We Are All Birds of Uganda by Hafsa Zayan. And this was... Um, a debut a debut book by Hafsa and um we had the pleasure of actually having Hafsa attend an author event in Luton and um so what I will do is just a very quick kind of background but I'll just read the blurb and then all three of us will myself Sammy and Khair will kind of um share our thoughts on it so the slight um the the kind of subtitle is you can't stop birds from flying <clears throat> excuse me you can't stop birds from flying can you they go where they will so 1960s uganda hassan is struggling to run his family business following the sudden death of his wife just as he begins to see a way forward a new regime seizes power and a wave of rising prejudice threatens to sweep everything away present day london samir a high-flying lawyer thought he had it all but he can't escape an overwhelming feeling of emptiness when tragedy calls him back home, Safir, Samir finds himself caught between a future he's always believed he wanted and a past he struggles to accept, a past he cannot ignore. So that is um, the blurb. Um, so maybe we can all, because all three of us have read that, what were your initial kind of thoughts um, on the book? And then how did you feel? Because obviously we were we attended that author event and did it give you any particular insight? So I'm going to come to Mahenon um, first. What were your initial thoughts on the book and, and your general feelings about it? Um, um, I was actually very excited to read the book, you know, once it was uh, chosen for the book club because, um, you know, it's about the expulsion of um, uh, uh, the, the South Asian um, yes. uh, community, I think, from... Yes. from from East Africa, from Uganda, in this book. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that I know about a lot. So I, I really wanted to to um, to read about it. So I had, uh, and I have never heard of um, Hafsa Zayan. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I was interested to see, you know, something new, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and also because I believe she's a uh, she's she's a Muslim uh, lady. So anything from a Muslim author, mm-hmm. uh, it's always very intriguing to see what they come up with. Uh, so yeah, so I had very, very, um, I'll say, you know, highish expectations for the book. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, I definitely kind of agree with that. I think when, you know, um, when it's, uh, a person of colour, you know, a Muslim author, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I already feel a little bit invested. Um, so, yeah, no, I think I, I kind of see what you mean there. Um, Sammy, how about yourself? What were your initial thoughts on, on, on reading the book? Yeah, I mean, uh, much like Heron, actually, I was really excited um, when I heard initially that the book was coming out back in 2020 because the Asian expulsion uh, from Uganda is is really recent history. Like it was, I think it was 1972, mm-hmm. which is 50 years ago. So in the grand scheme of things, like that's no time at all. And yet it's something that largely so many of us don't know anything about. It's not something that's taught in school curriculums in the UK. It's not something that that like we've seen tons of documentaries about. And I think even those people that were, you know, 
young or whatever around in the 70s um even though those people i think don't have a huge idea of what actually happened at that time because of reporting issues and you know generally the fact that it just wasn't being talked about enough so I was really excited and actually I think we've seen a couple of other books that have come out since then as well Um, and also because Hafsa um, this was she was winner of the Murky Book Prize which was you know this collaboration between Stormzy and Penguin so it just felt like a really exciting thing overall Um, and yes I was really excited and I think the book was a was a really strong debut you know like I think you know we know that Hafsa is was not an author prior to this book Uh, she's a lawyer by profession and I thought that it was it was very well done it was quite an ambitious uh she gave herself an um, ambitious task with it Mm -hmm. and you know she covered years and multiple characters and perspectives and yeah I mean I overall I really enjoyed it yeah it was such a well-written book and and I think you're right the fact that it was the winner of the murky books I know you know I think quite a few of us were excited to read it for book club um, and, you know, you're right, because even myself, I mean, I know South Asians who are kind of um, orig- origin is, is of East Africa, but actually not really ever thinking, OK, what was behind that? So I learned so, so much, I think, from reading We Are All Bears of Uganda by, uh, by Hafsa Zayan. Um, and what did you guys think? I mean, this is maybe a slight just kind of a general thing. I mean, there might be listeners out there who might be interested in, in joining a book club or maybe, you know, some of you've got your podcast, you know, sometimes we don't find time to actually leave our homes or, you know, but so, you know, podcasts have become a great thing. Um, So just maybe a general thought on what are some of the benefits in, in kind of being part of some sort of, you know, club or group, um, you know, in terms of reading, the, you know, specifically. Um, Samia, if you, if you, I'll go to you for that one. Yeah, I mean, I think, um reading can be such a or like it is such a personal experience Mm -hmm. because you're one person reading you know the words that an author has done and you come to a book with your own ideas your also your own prejudices your own feelings and emotions at the time based on what's going on in your own life and that really impacts how you relate to it Mm -hmm. um and so I think one of the the best things about being part of a book club is understanding and like hearing from other people how they have related to the book and how they found it and how they read into certain things and how they related to certain characters it just makes your reading experience so much more rich mm-hmm. and exciting and informative and I think it can really um, shape the way that you approach your reading in other ways as well so I think it's absolutely brilliant to be able to uh, interact with other authors and especially like my book clubs and also like podcasts when they do um, sort of invite authors to come that I think is a phenomenal experience where you can hear from the person that wrote the book where they were coming from and what they intended and why they chose to do certain things I think can really help you um with with your understanding of the book and how you feel about it yeah no absolutely and I think that um it's so kind of crucial I guess sometimes because um I mean I was speaking to somebody recently and and actually I've noticed myself in terms of how many people are contacting me about you know information about book club or you know the show um so definitely this kind of a hunger not just I guess for this idea that you know people obviously love reading but that the kind of social aspect but I guess even even to that extent it goes so much deeper because it really is not just about connecting with a particular book or the characters or the author but it's obviously the connections with each other and the conversations we're having and obviously that can become a really really kind of um you know powerful really spiritual you know space which is I think really really amazing um Khair, would you like to add um anything to that um yeah with regards to the book club because you know normally when 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 you read a book you normally read it like um in solitude you know mm. and you experience the book you know just within yourself you know don't normally discuss it with others so so when you have a book club it's just an opportunity like Samia says you know to to hear other people's um, views about the book, uh, you know, and also challenge. I mean, I mean, a lot of the times when we've read books in the book club, you know, what I what I felt 
the book was about. And then, you know, here's someone else saying something completely different from what I felt. And I thought, mm. you know, that's like a different perspective. And, you know, you can, uh, you know, so it's kind of like challenges your views uh, a little bit as well. So so that's very, very um, mm. important, I think. But also the other thing is what I found with the book club is uh, I will, I'm, you know, with the book club, I'm reading books that I would not normally pick up mm. to read myself. Mm. So that's, that's a bit of a, um, uh, you know, that's really important for me to like just expand my my reading, yeah. you know, and otherwise I could just be in a bubble of, of you know, the kind of books that I like. And, you know, mm. so so the, 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 the choices, you know, the different choices in the book club, definitely it's, yeah. it's, it's really expanding. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say it's widened my horizons so much because, yeah, I'm not reading books that I would normally read. Um definitely being part of book club there's been books I think oh my god I'm dreading it <laughs> you know just maybe I don't find it interesting or the thought of it but then you know you kind of read you think oh no actually it was you know it was really good so yeah I think it's it's there's always yeah kind of a positive thing to that um so when we what we'll do now so obviously we, we've just kind of spoken um about a book that all three of us um have read which is we are all birds of Uganda by Hafsa Zayan um so maybe now I kind of just hand over to you in terms of um a particular book that you've um, picked, you know, for for today's show that's really kind of stood out uh, stood out to you in in twenty twenty two, and that could be for any reason. It could be good, bad, or you know, whatever it is. You know, you you kind of found it profound or had a huge impact. Um, but yes, yeah, so should I come to you first for that? Is there a particular book that you read in this past year that, that you really just want to kind of share with the listeners? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, you know, because it's uh, mm. it's very difficult to choose. Mm. Um, but what I would say is, like, I, you know, the books, and because I like, I like, I read a lot of fiction this year. So books where the characters stay with you, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the kind of book that um, that mm-hmm. uh, you know have stayed with me, you know. So yeah, um, you know, I'm not sure <laughs> what which book, but um. But the most recent one I read, and obviously that's the most recent one that, yes. that I remember, is uh, uh, because we read the book, um, The Reading List by, uh, I can't remember her name, Nasaranisha, I think. Yes, Sarah Nisha Adam. So mm-hmm. she had a, um, a list of books that was mm-hmm. in, the, in the book. So I didn't particularly enjoy the, that book mm-hmm. itself, but there was a list of the books that were in the, um, yeah. that, that's mentioned in the, in the, in the reading list. And um, there were seven books, and out of all the, I had I had only not read two, which was mm. Beloved and A Suitable Boy. Right. I straight away uh, got my copy of Beloved because it's been sitting there for a long time. Mm. So it just made me, you know, so I, I started reading it. And I have to say, Beloved by Tony, Tony Morrison is uh, probably my, my best read this year, I think. Mm. You know, it's very difficult to, and I've only just finished it two, three yeah. days ago. Mm. Um, but it's, it's a book that uh, uh, I feel is, is a little bit special, you know. If you don't, don't ask me to explain. but it's, no, no. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's really, you know, just from the point of view of, um, of the style of writing, you know, the language, it's, it's just beautiful, you know. Yeah. And there's like, and then, and I don't know if you remember during the book club, you know, I said, I have, I started reading Beloved, Mm. And I had more affinity with, uh, you know, the characters in Beloved than I had with the characters in the reading list. Although we were, you know, you know that was in London, the characters in, in the reading list in London, but Beloved was, you know, mid Midwest, you know, USA. Mm. So, so there's something very, very human, very beautiful about Beloved, mm. and I, and that would be my read. I can't. Um, I can't even give you a summary of the book because I, I don't know. I don't no, know no, was... it's fine. I'm just good to, yeah, no, no. And I, I think it's really interesting the fact that obviously we we read a book a, a book about books because so obviously the reading list, like you yes, said, there's yeah. a list of books, and the fact that then it gave you. Um, a reminder of, of you know you actually want to read beloved and actually how that's become one of the standout books for, for you this year and I guess that's another thing that books can do it can kind of signpost you especially um books about books and obviously we, we do have a few um out there and they're, they're always quite interesting um so no no I I, I really appreciate that that you, that, that you shared that and, and actually maybe you know beloved should be uh, my reading list like I, I I've not read it so I, I will probably add that 
um, as well. Um, Samia, how about yourself? So if you had to pick a particular book that kind of stood out to you mostly. And, you know, just for listeners, I just want to kind of make it clear, because I know sometimes when, um, you know, people do these kind of end of year book reviews, the idea isn't really to um, pit books against each other. It's very much about our own kind of views and maybe what we, you know, had particular thoughts on. Um, but, you know, the, the main thing is that hopefully it gives you um, an ideas of what you might be able to read next. Um, but Sammy, coming to you. Um, yeah, I mean, so I was really pleasantly surprised by a lot of books this year, but I think one that really stood out is um, Head Above Water by Shahad Al-Shamari, which is, um, it's actually a memoir um, written by a woman who is living in the Middle East. I think she's in Kuwait. Um, And she suffers from MS, from multiple sclerosis. And this is her um, memoir talking about being a Muslim woman working in the field of academia um, and also the diagnosis and progression of her illness. And I haven't actually read um, many memoirs that are about illness or disability, but Shahad writes like so poetically and she does actually, she is, she has also written poetry which I discovered afterwards and I was just like oh my goodness that makes complete sense that she's a poet (laughs) because her her writing is just so gentle and so intimate and really open Um, and she talks very she writes very openly about the onset of her illness which kind of happened when she was about 19 years old almost all of a sudden out of the blue um, and, I, and, and I think this is kind of how, how MS develops for a lot of people. So she said, you know, for, for basically for decades, I was living in a healthy body. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, my body wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. Like, I, you know, I couldn't stand up as I wanted to do. I couldn't walk as I wanted to do. Um, and she describes it very much like her body shutting down. And also she links it. So her family are actually from uh, the Palestinian, her parents are Palestinian or her mom's Palestinian. And she uh, she compares it to her family being exiled from Palestine mm-hmm. um, and not being able to return and kind of like being forced out of their home due to conflict and war. She describes her illness in the same way as how she felt she was being exiled from her healthy body and her previous life. And I just found it so incredibly moving um, and really insightful because we also kind of look into like patriarchy and the life in the Middle East and what it's like for women and women trying to find love and those, yeah, those things. So I think definitely one of my most powerful reads this year. Yeah, and I guess, you know, that's the thing with with memoirs because, you know, the the writer authors really bared their soul, haven't they, I guess, in some sense to, to the reader. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've not maybe read so many, but the ones I think I, I have read, which are, yeah, that, that are kind of like that memoir form are definitely, um, yeah, I mean, just so insightful and you learn a lot. But, no, Head Above Water sounds really, um, yeah, sounds like a really important and, and a really good book because I think you're right, maybe we don't get to read as much um about you know illness and about disability like you said and how important I guess books and those platforms become um how about yourself Halo is that a particular book that that you've read or or, you know either other type of memoir books or what generally are your thoughts on on books on memoirs etc actually Imana we um we actually read um Emily Pine's uh, Notes to Self Mm. and that's uh although it's not quite a memoir that's um yeah. That's her writing about her, her experiences, her feelings, her mm. difficulties. I don't know if you remember it, yes. you know, and, uh, mm. uh, yeah, you know, I love memoirs, uh, yeah. you know, uh, autobiographies. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, that, that particular one, um, Notes to Self by Emily Pine, which was actually um, recommended by... Uh, by uh Zion. Zion. Yeah, right. anyway, we, right. we chose that, you know. So um that's so, true. yeah, something and uh, and I think um just to bring back to the book club again because uh with that book uh notes to self and one thing about memoirs and you know when people write very honestly about the experiences, um you you relate to it, you or you want to relate to it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think the question that you asked at that uh, during that session, uh, which really has stayed with me, you know, I think it's something about, you know, if uh, what advice you would give, you know, to your young self. Mm. Do you remember? I can't remember the yes. quote. It was a beautiful. It, it was, was a beautiful quote from the book. Mm. And I don't remember the quote, but it it led to that yeah. question. Yes. And I think um, I think uh, you know any book that can you know um, yeah. me think like that you know I reflect. Mm. I think it's 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 wonderful and powerful. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, I will try to dig out that quote if I can. But in the meantime, we we are approaching the um end of the first half of the show so today we are doing um a book uh, kind of end of year 2022 uh book reviews and i am joined in the studio by um samia and Khairun. and we're going to continue in the second half of the show to share some more thoughts and views about um some of our other um books that we've read in the past year so please do join us assalamu alaikum assalamu alaikum this is atif nawaz listen to inspire fm shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on apple podcasts or spotify Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. My name is Imrana Mahmood and today we are doing a 2022 book review of all the um, various books that we've read. Um, and in the first half of the show, um, I was joined by Samia and Khaylon, who are still with me. And we are we spoke a little bit about a book that we all read, which is called We Are All Birds of Uganda by Hafsa Zayan, which we read as part um, of the Amna book club. Um, we also then mentioned uh, the reading list um, and um, a couple other books as well. There was including Head um, Head Above Water. Um, so hopefully what I'm hoping is by the end of um, today's show, that all everybody listening in, you'll have um, a nice list for 2023 that you can kind of add. And what we will do is near the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit about the books we are currently reading and ones that we are planning to read. Um, but yeah, the main thing really is that um, we have a love of reading. We want to share it with you. And hopefully... Um, I mean, I get contacted quite a bit by different people who think, you know, they really don't find time to read, um, but they really want to get into it. So hopefully maybe some of the conversations we have today, maybe we can share maybe some tips or something that we have to help us, that help us in particular keep on track, you know, w- with our reading and and the things that, yeah, kind of keep us going with that. Um, but yeah, so just before the show, we talked a little bit to um, Samuel Khairun about a couple of the books that really stood out for them. I'm going to go um, with a particular book that I really, really enjoyed um, this year, which was Finding Mr. Perfectly Fine by Tasneem Abdul Rashid. Um, and so I'm just going to read the blurb to give you a bit of an idea um, of uh, what the book um, was about. So last week I turned 29. Along with the usual homemade Victoria sponge, helium balloon and Selfridges gift vouchers, my mum's birthday present to me was the threat. That if I'm not engaged by my 30th birthday, she's sending me off to the motherland to find a fresh-from-the-dish husband. So when Zara's mum puts together the most archaic of arranged marriage resources, um, Zara's soon exhausted by her family's failed attempts to set her up with every vaguely suitable Abdul, Ahmed and Farouk. So she decides to take matters into her own hands by signing up for marriage apps and speed dating. After all, how hard can it be to find a husband? When she meets Hamza, a kind British Egyptian who shares her values, Zara knows he would make a good husband. While she's aware that not all marriages are based on love or lust at first sight, Zara struggles with a lack of spark, particularly when she can't stop thinking of someone else. So that is the blurb, blurb um, for Finding Mr. Perfectly Fine by Tasneem Abdul-Rashid. And I think this is probably one of the books that I really enjoyed because it made me laugh um, on multiple occasions while reading the book. And I think, as we all know, sometimes life can be quite stressful or maybe really busy. Any book that can kind of really, um, that has that kind of a sense of humour where it's making me laugh and smile, I will always, always enjoy. Um, And also, I think what it was about this book, again, I think we mentioned it in the first half as well. When there's a book that's written by um, maybe, you know, someone who's South Asian, someone who's Muslim, I think I kind of gravitate towards that kind of anyway. And the, I think that this book um, by Tasneem Abdul Rashid, it really, I found it so, so relatable. And I, I know we talk a lot about books and in the publishing industry, uh, in the art, in the media about representation. And this is kind of for me what it means that I'm able to pick up a book, read it, 
and I can see the some of the experiences you know that I've gone through reflected back at me um and it's yeah and I think that's kind of a really really beautiful thing um so basically yeah it's it's about um a, a, a girl who's um turned 29 obviously her mum's like by 30 you better get married and we know there's so much conversation um all the time especially in our own communities the idea that women have some sort of like sell-by date if they're not married by a particular age it's going to be really really awful and there must be something wrong with them and obviously i think what this book does it really kind of subverts that narrative and really makes you reflect on you know what are in our communities i guess our aspirations for, for marriage or what are kind of the pitfalls in time in terms of trying to find a partner because you know traditionally we have the arranged marriage route and that in itself can be kind of it can be really really positive but it can also be problematic there's obviously the more modern way if that's the right term to use where we've now got so many different marriage apps where you can kind of just swipe right or whatever it is I mean I've been married for a while I don't really know how the new systems work but um so I think what this book does finding Mr Perfectly Fine I think it just really does make you think about in a humorous way in a light-hearted way um actually some of the issues that we do have you know in terms of finding um finding a spouse and finding a partner and, and actually really exploring what those relationships mean, whether it's a relationship with our parents or whether those potential relationships with, you know, the person we want to, you know, hopefully spend the rest of our life with. Um, so, yeah, I think um, Tasneem did a really, really amazing um, job of really delving into those themes and really getting us to reflect, uh, but doing it in a, in a way which was kind of funny and it was really, really relatable. Um but yeah, so on that, that's kind of my one of my books I really enjoyed this year. Um, Sammy, obviously, I don't know whether you've probably, I'm not sure whether you've read the book or not, but what are your kind of thoughts on books, which are written by, I guess, marginalised, you know, authors who are able to really bring our stories kind of out into the open? Yeah, so I have, uh, I read uh, Finding Mr Perfectly Fine, and I, I thought it was such a welcomed addition mm. to publishing. Mm -hmm. Because... Um, we see a lot of, I mean, it, I kind of have the feeling that a lot of books um, that get promoted by people of colour are about some form of trauma or hardship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that is a huge part of our history and our identity for sure. And I'm glad that we're finally telling our stories. Mm -hmm. But what I loved about this book was that it was about love and marriage and finding love and trying to get married. Um, and we don't, what I think we're not reflected enough in is that is actually that something so basic and so essential um and it starts I think at a really young age so I read this book this collection of short stories um edited by an author called Sarita Domingo and the book is called Who's Loving You mm -hmm. and in the introduction Sarita writes so beautifully about this about the idea that so much of romance literature and films is centered on white people essentially that when as people of color black people south asian people when we look at that we're not able to see who's loving us mm. and uh, on like a very basic and fundamental level and you know she talks about how actually like that's really difficult for for young people for, for like teenage girls for example because of their reading i don't know Jacqueline Wilson, Judy Bloom, or whatever, I don't know what the modern day equivalent is. Mm -hmm. um, and they're reading love stories that they can't relate to, that they don't see reflected in their families. It creates such a disconnect. And if it comes down to then us not able to understand kind of who is loving us and how we can fall in love and how we can get married, like that's a very essential to who we are. Um, and so, yeah, like I think, I think it's so great that you know Tasneem has written this book, which is unapologetically about finding love and trying to get married, um, but also really clear about well, look, this is how we do things. You know, we there is this arranged marriage route, and you know, we if we are kind of going to events, we're gonna have somebody you know a chaperone and we have these boundaries in place because of our religion and you know our culture says these things like it's it was really like unapologetic with that and I loved that because you know she just kind of said well this is how we do things this is this is our life um and I and I just I found it as you did really funny like I laughed a lot which is which to be honest I don't find myself laughing really when reading very often so that was great and then there's this huge kind of like 
plot twist yes which I did not see coming <laughs> yes <laughs> I thought she did it so well because usually yeah. I'm like oh, oh you can kind of you can kind of tell that something's going to go wrong and you kind of can figure out what it was but this one I was completely yeah. flawed I was like what <laughs> I was really horrified for the character like and I really felt it like oh yeah. my goodness I felt her pain in that moment yeah um yeah. and yeah I just thought it was like so well done and it, it it's nice because it felt like a light read but also like really relatable and honest um and also you know she brought out the real emotions and the struggle as well mm. really well I thought yeah no no definitely kind of 100% agree on, on everything that you've said and um so yeah that that's definitely I guess like one that, that we're kind of recommending um Hale, um how about if we um come to you so obviously I've just shared uh one of my kind of books that I've um, really enjoyed this year which is Finding Mr Perfectly Fine by Tasneem Abdul Rashid um is there any other particular book that you'd like to share um this yeah for, from kind of 2022 that you want to talk about um and again it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a favorite it, it just could be like your general thoughts about it um just uh, uh continuing from uh, you know when you're talking about the books that um you know represent um uh, you know the, the minorities so to speak you know mm-hmm. um i would i mean one one go-to author that i do really like i like the way she writes i like the content um is leila abulela Mm. Uh, I think we read one of her books. I'm not speaking, yes. but summons for the book club. Yes, yes. But uh, she she's an author that I I particularly like. I mean, mm. it's um she writes beautifully, um you know very um elegantly I would say, mm. and um and um you know uh, uh on subjects that you know mm. you would no, not normally find in you know uh the normal mainstream kind of fiction, you know so mm. so. So that's an author that I would recommend. I've read a couple of her books this year. Mm. Uh, maybe three books. Actually, yeah, actually, I read three of her books this year, which is, mm. uh, so she's probably the most, uh, the author I, I read uh, most this year. So Leila Abulela. So I read, um, mm. um, I read uh, Elsewhere Home, which is a compilation, uh, you know, the anthology of the short stories. Yes. Um, and uh, I think I reread Bert Simmons this year. Mm. Oh, and I, I read, um, what's the other one? Uh, oh, yes, The Kindness of Enemies. Mm. which i love and also minaret right okay, so yeah. so all her characters um uh are muslims and uh and she shows the flaws and uh and uh, you know all the positive side as well mm-hmm. so very refreshing i think you know because you know i'm i'm, I'm reading uh, um um yeah. i've read her most of the, i mean I think apart from one all the books and i think she's a she's a good author and uh you know um and you know, there's so much to learn you know her, her way of writing is so yeah. really good I don't know. Um, that's that's an author that I would recommend, and I think in generally it's not. And I know uh, you know I'm I'm uh, uh, I'm very careful when I recommend books to to uh, to people to young people really basically yes. because uh, you know of the content. So Leila Abelila is uh, an author that I'm really usually not afraid to say okay read that book because it's it's generally really quite um, clean so to speak. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know. Uh, because there's uh, there's authors even you know so you know so so um, should be like a, I would say a safe author. Another author that I would just want to just recommend it because uh, mm-hmm. she's called Yasmin Rahman, mm-hmm. and uh, I think she writes mainly young adult yes um, stories. So and I think we read one book for the, for the book club not this year but last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend her for young adults because it does touch on really sensitive issues. That uh, I think she's Bengali in mm-hmm. origin, mm-hmm. so she writes about really sensitive and um, in a very in a very like a uh, very helpful and very uh, you know uh, how to say subtle not not quite subtle but you know in in a way that's not so it doesn't how do you say make it a spectacle I don't know how how would you use that word you know it's not like making it um, you know, voyeuristic or anything like that you know so it's a really I would recommend but she the only thing with her books is just a lot a lot of swearing but you know. But otherwise, uh, very good for the for the yeah for the young people to read. Yeah, and no, thank you for. I think you're right. I think sometimes you kind of think, oh, I don't want to recommend a particular book, but you know, the recommended also makes so much sense. And, and I think you're right with Leila Balela. Definitely, I really do enjoy her writing. Um, I mean, I've read maybe two, three of her books. Um, the first one, I think it, it was um, Minaret that I, that I ever read. Um, and obviously, yeah, like you mentioned, we, we've then read Bird Summons as part of the club. And, and that was obviously kind of inspired by the Conference of the Birds. So, you know, anybody who's kind of into 
into kind of traditional poetry will we'll have some sort of kind of sense of the, the type of book I guess or the message that she was you know hoping to get through that um and again you know it, it was almost had this fantastical element to to it but someone's did and I know some of us in book club were we were kind of had slightly different viewpoints on that how that felt but I think overall yeah it, it, it was her writing is you know and I like the way that you said it's elegant and, and I think I definitely you know agree with that and actually Leila Lela, she was you know in touch recently because she actually has a, a new book out um and I don't know if yeah. it's already published or if it's I, I'm not quite sure I mean, Samia might know but um it's called I Ripper's think so. Period. Yeah. Um, so I think it's out next year. So yeah, so so that's definitely one I think I I'm, I'll kind of have um, on my list for for next year because you know like we said that you know we, we enjoy her writing. Um, but no, thank you so much for, for for sharing that and especially what you said about kind of younger readers and yeah, sometimes we need to navigate that because obviously as parents and carers, we're wanting our children to read books, but we also know that there might be some you know elements of books that might not be suitable or age appropriate. Um, so yeah, it's always really helpful to to kind of have a bit have a bit of signposting, you know. Um, so yeah, so y- Yasmin Rahman, I think you said. Um, so so her books um, uh, particularly might might also be um, quite good. Um, okay, so that's that's great. So we we just then um, obviously mentioned Finding Mr. Perfectly Fine by Tasneem Abdul Rashid, and then obviously a couple of books by by um, Abu, um, Leila Abulella. Um, Samia, coming to you, how about yourself? Is there a particular book or another book that you'd like to to talk about today? Um, so I read this book called In Case of Emergency by Paul Nabel. Mm. Now, I was actually really surprised by how much I liked it <laughs> because <laughs> I wasn't sure that I was going to love it because it's kind of like, uh, fic- I mean, it's fiction, but it's kind of like, I don't know, like popular fiction. I don't know how, how you'd describe it. Um, but I, so it's a story of kind of like a, a young woman. I think she's in her late 20s or early 30s. And she's on her lunch break at work and she falls down into like a cellar or something. And she has this, she has a really bad accident mm-hmm. and she wakes up in hospital and she realizes that the emergency contact is like an ex-boyfriend. Right. And he turns up and she's just like, oh, my goodness, what is my life? Basically, she realizes yeah, yeah. that like her job isn't going great. She doesn't have good relationships with her family. She's falling out with her friends and she kind of she has this huge awakening. And what 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 kind of develops throughout the book is her sort of like, you know, mending her relationships and getting her life in order. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really honest about the struggles that that young women face. Um, there was a story kind of like about the relationship with her and her older sister Mm -hmm. and they have eight years or six years between them and that's something that I really related to because my older sister well I only have one sister but my sister is eight years older than me um and it's something that like growing up I you know I struggled sometimes to grapple with it because it felt like we were never in the same phase of life Mm -hmm. up until now and we're kind of still not really in exactly the same phase of life but we're the most similar that we've ever been um but obviously like I'm 30 32 actually and and so it's taken years for us to kind of feel for me to feel like we're like you know on the same page and our relationship has completely changed um so that's something I thought was really nice because I haven't seen that nearly enough talked about this kind of like golf the siblings can have because of age difference um and also I love books that are not centered on romantic relationships and it was about sisters and it was about friends and there was obviously like a a love story at the kind of simmering away but it wasn't the focus of the book so yeah I mean I really I was really surprised by how much I loved that book it was just really enjoyable to read it was quite like really well written really easy to read I read it really quickly um but yeah really really good yeah and and I think it's um it's what you said about yeah not all books being centered around you know yeah romantic relationships I think is really interesting because yeah I think you're right because we get so much of we do get so much of that and it is really refreshing I think being able to um yeah just read about characters and, and the different type of relationships um so no definitely I think that that one sounds really really interesting thank you um so now just before we go on to maybe sharing um a little bit more, you know, a couple more of our books. Um, are there any particular, I, mean, I don't want to really call them tips, but as in, you know, if it, I do always have conversations with people, like, oh, no, I don't really get time to read as much as I want to. Or um, or maybe I even have, you know, people say that, oh, I'm not really into reading or books. I'd rather, I don't know, watch something on, you know, online or on YouTube or whatever. And um, so I guess what advice 
could you give to either get somebody um, into reading, but also then to, to somehow, you know, maintain that? Um, so, Hayd, I'm going to come to you for that one. What do you do for yourself? Um, you know, for myself, I think you just have to make time for to read. Mm. You know, so uh, I mean, personally, this is something that uh, that happened to me because uh, uh, you know, up till because I started work in September. Mm. You know, having after not worked, not worked for like seventeen, eighteen years. So, yeah. so, so I had like very little time, you know, to read for pleasure. So, uh, so, uh, so, and I was reading like before that I was reading like you know six mm. books per month, six, seven books yeah. per month. Yeah. You know, I was down to one per month, <laughs> you know, like the, yeah. you know, so, so, because I didn't, I, I, but I, I, I feel that maybe, you know, I didn't, I was just caught up with a lot of things. So the busyness of, of everything, yes, you know, so you have to make time. So mm. if you want to read, you have to make time. Yeah. Um, so is what I, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But so is there a particular um, time of day that you, you know, it's kind of fixed for you where you know that, okay, this is definitely set, I've set aside my time, this is my reading time, or is it just whenever you, you find it? How does that work? Yeah. So for me, generally, um, uh, I would read, um, it depends. Uh, obviously, d- during the weekdays, it's difficult, but in, during the weekdays, will be in the evenings, you know, so take some time. Mm-hmm. You know, I and it has to be a certain amount of time, like, not 10, 15 minutes. I mean, because it's just really difficult to get into a book in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you know. So unless you're reading something non-fiction or something academic, that may be. But if you're reading fiction, it takes time to actually get immersed in, in the book. So I would give myself <laughs> a good hour, you know, mm-hmm. just to just, it's just to relax, you know. So, um, so yeah, so definitely have to make time. But I think also you should also read books that appeal to you. So, um uh, so that makes things a lot easier. So if there's something that you want to read, yeah, absolutely. So that would be like you know. I would, no, I would no, probably, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's really helpful. No, thank you. And Sammy, how about yourself? Are there any particular advice, or is there anything particular that you follow that that kind of keeps you on track? Yeah, I mean, I think um, there are so many books out there now. Mm-hmm. I think my my advice to anyone really that wants to read more or start reading is to try and find something that you like. So, you know, whether it's like a particular genre that you think you're that you really like, like if you like rom-com or you like fantasy or horror um, or if there's an author that you've read before or that someone, you know, recommends or something. I think that the key is to to know what you like mm. and then to read those books. Like, don't force yourself to read something just because everyone else is reading it or because like you've seen adverts plastered everywhere. Mm. Like focus on what it is that you really like mm. um, and just read those kind of books and then find recommendations that are similar. So what you'll find with like um, kind of like bloggers and whatnot is that we tend to read a lot of the same kind of books and obviously like diversity as well but for example if you like Leila Abulayla you're also likely to be interested in reading like The Mountain Sing or you know maybe Pachinko or something and they're all kind of like similar authors with styles and themes and those kind of things so yeah I think that's it focus on what you really like Mm, yeah no no that and that is such crucial advice because actually it's making me think I did that um this year where there's one book that was being hyped up so much and I went to the extent I even bought it on like hardback I thought yes you know everyone's I still not read it and this was like six months ago and I think I just got caught up in this thing and then actually when I got down to thinking I think actually no I'm maybe it's not a book for me um I mean I'm of course I will read it because I spent money on it so I will get around to reading it and I'm sure it'll be great um but yeah no I really like that kind of piece of advice that you don't necessarily need to get into that whole oh but everyone else is reading it um and definitely that's always really good and when you're especially when you're online shopping because algorithms if there's a particular book that you've been searching let's say is a particular author you like you then get you know the, the online whatever it is kind of pushing similar books and that might be a good way of actually picking picking something else that you find enjoyable um so no no that's really really helpful to know um can okay. I say sorry yes, Mark, can yes. I say one more thing about a tool sure. If one is um, another is to surround yourself with books, okay. So mm. that's what that's what you know. If you have the book there, mm-hmm. you know you are like more likely to read it. <laughs> you know, so, mm-hmm. so 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 it's it's there, so you can see even if you have kids, you know, you see you reading, you know. So you just you should 
but my I I think you should surround yourself with books. Uh, and also, it's not necessary to buy books, um, like you know, mm. first hand. You know, and they can be very expensive, especially newly um, published books. They're, they're, they're very, they can be, you know, a little bit out of the budget. But um, but you know, libraries, you know, and you'll be surprised at the the type of books. You know, there's such a variety, like uh, of books in the in the in the library that you don't even have to reserve. You know, you can just go and you see it's all it's, it's there. You know, so uh, and just borrow them. You know, I think that's uh, yeah that that's. Um, that's a really important yeah. point, actually, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we've got such an amazing resource in terms of libraries and we're very, very look, uh, lucky in Luton as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely, you know, that that's um, a way to do it, which obviously hopefully will be a bit more um, accessible as well. Um, and secondhand bookshops, sorry, sorry to yes. interrupt again. And, yeah. you know, use, you know, like, like you know, uh, books that, you know, in charity shops, you know, the, so you don't feel guilty even if you don't <laughs> read them, yeah. you know. So, and it's, uh, yeah. So you can just, it's very accessible. Yes, yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. It's always worth, yeah, kind of just having a having a look around. Um, but yeah, so we, we have, um, I'm afraid, reached the end of um, the show. So we've had hopefully a really, really, um, uh, I think, an amazing kind of conversation about all the different books or some of the different books that we've read um, this year. I think that um, I definitely now, even just through this conversation with Sammy and Hayro, have um, books that I'm going to add to my list um, for next year. But the main thing really I would say is it always comes down to um, intentions. Make intentions, um, inshallah, to, to read to read more, just to carve out some kind of me time for yourself, whether that's first thing in the morning or whether it's the last thing that night that you do. Um, but really, it's such a, I think for myself, definitely um, an idea of, of that kind of self-care and, and well-being. It really is an opportunity to really just sit with yourself. And um, But also, if you want to do it in a social way and, and join a book club, you know, make intention to do that, inshallah. Um, but the, the main thing is that, yeah, we, we kind of continue our love of reading. And inshallah, I will be back next year, which obviously isn't too too far away. Um, and I'll have um, more guests and more books um, that we will um, discuss. In the meantime, please keep us all in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.